Behold, I make all things new. Let there be light. God unforeseen is taking form. Let there be light. First and last is surging forth, becoming light. Behold, I make all things new. It is still dark as we travel with Mary Magdalene to Jesus's tomb. She has gone to carry out the ancient Jewish custom of wrapping the body in spices and with ointments. And yet, when she arrives, she finds that the stone sealing the tomb had somehow been rolled away. What follows is a series of truly astounding events. Mary runs back to tell two of the disciples what she saw or didn't see. All three of them then run back together at various times and do three completely different things. The first disciple looks in and sees the linen wrappings that Jesus's body would have been wrapped in lying there, but he does not enter the tomb. Then Peter, apparently a slower runner, arrives and he goes right into the tomb, sees the linens that the first disciple had noticed from the entrance, but also sees another set of linens wrapped somewhere else. Eventually, the first disciple makes another choice and follows Peter into the tomb, and upon seeing what is inside, we are told he believes. And then together, the two disciples leave and go back home. And during all of that, Mary appears to have stayed outside of the tomb completely. Only after the other two have left does she go into the tomb, and then these remaining events unfold. She sees and talks to angels who magically appear for a brief period of conversation and support. She then turns around and bumps into the gardener who after calling her by name, she recognizes as Jesus. And finally, Jesus commissions her to return to the village to share what she has seen, giving her the historic moniker of Christ's first evangelist. So here we are, Easter morning, also standing at the doorway of an open and empty tomb. And while we have lived, many of us, with this central narrative as the apex of our faith, today I am wondering if we might do well to remember that each of these servants responded in unique and different ways. We have no reason to doubt their individual faith, and yet each of them has their own responses to what they did and what they saw and what they experienced and how their lives were changed. So why wouldn't the same be true for us? What is capturing my imagination this morning is the lack of uniformity of their responses. Each in their own way seemed to show up, reacting and responding to what they saw and felt, and then each of them left transformed. Why is that important? I go back to the words that we started with this morning. Behold, I make all things new. Not I make all things the same. Not I make all things according to your desired plan. Not I make all things completely clear. No, instead, simply and maybe profoundly, behold, I make all things new. These words are found throughout scripture in the Hebrew text, 
in the Gospels, in apocalyptic writing. Time and time again, our sacred texts point and pull us to see, to behold how God's love transforms us all, a process of becoming. And nowhere is this yearning and promise clearer and more compelling for those of us who follow Christ than on this day, when we stand at the empty tomb and boldly proclaim, He is risen, the Lord is risen indeed, the ultimate transformation from death to new life. Learning to behold, that is how I am thinking about resurrection today. To behold, it's such a beautiful way to remind us that at its core, resurrection doesn't seem to be so much about a singular event or story we hear about what God did in the past. Instead, as we learn to behold, to see and sense God's living presence in the world, the resurrection meets us here today. The resurrection then becomes the energy and life force to touch and transform whatever feels dead or lost or frustrated or broken or hurt in our lives. The resurrection becomes God's invitation for us to become more and more of our God-given selves, to behold what is becoming new all around us all the time, if only we could notice. The resurrection becomes real in the eyes of everyone we see, at the heart of every phone call we make, during this time of separation, every time we reach out in the ways that we can, so that we are God's love in the world, in all of our sacrifices, large and small, as we work together to keep ourselves safe. Resurrection may be about suspending our disbelief just long enough to notice the smallest sign of new life or new hope or new connection in these otherwise dark hours. And finally, as I think about the power and promise of resurrection in our daily lives, I am grateful for the reminder this morning that this work of beholding, like the rest of our lives, is not a race to be won. We must go to the empty tomb at our own pace. We must trust that we will make the best decisions we can once we get there. And we are not here to judge how a brother or a sister reacts. The path leading us to the empty tomb this morning is paved with doubts and fear and vulnerability. It is not an easy path to follow, much as we want to get to the empty tomb and behold life transformed. It is why I believe we need the church. We need each other. We need community, living and breathing and crying and reminding us together of what beholding looks like and feels like together. We can be forgetful people and misplace our courage and our will to, and our desire and our best intentions. In the end, we all have a tomb inside of ourselves, a kind of prison of our own making, an unforgiving, unloving, untrusting, fearful place that can pull us inward and then make us feel apart from time to time. The good news today and every day is that being Easter people means that we don't have to stay wrapped up and trapped and locked away in those tombs. 
we can behold that God is always and forever ready to shine light and make all things new. Today, more than ever, we are invited to break out of those prisons, to burst free from whatever binds us and grab hold of the invitation to behold, to become, to let our hearts be saturated in the light and the power of God's love. May the living God open our eyes to behold the resurrection all around us every day in ways large and small. And may the resurrection define and defy how we reach out to others. Pace yourselves, my friends. Stay connected. Stay safe. And watch. Watch for ways that every day, in the smallest of ways perhaps, we can notice, we can behold how God is becoming new every day in our lives. Happy Easter. May it be so.